0: get ready to play a new video game that's so ridiculous you'll say it could never happen but it has it's oj game boy wow. here's your chance to enter the wacky and exciting world of an american football hero turned double homicide suspect uh-oh better get an alibi Just take kato to mcdonald's OJ Game Boy is the video game that puts you in total control. Or does it? Uh-oh, I dropped the bloody glove. And the
1: chauffeur's at the door. What are you gonna do? Tell him I overslept.
0: Yeah! You'll have hours of fun as you try to retrieve the lost hurts account, join forces with Super Shapiro Man, and avoid the hungry media slugs.
2: Uh-oh!
3: Hit hyperspace! Wow, now I'm driving the white Bronco on the freeway.
4: Look! Five point
0: if you put the gun to your head. Yeah! OJ Game Boy. It's the killer game you play for fun from the makers of Superman and Des Brothers. Ava, hey, it's after eight o'clock. Why are you holding your head, Adam? You've been listening in on our conversation? I know I should have never asked him. It's 8.09. We have, oh, we have big Star Trek wars around here. 8.09, nine after eight o'clock, our guest this morning, and it's great to finally meet you. I told Howard that watching him for so many hours uh, you you feel like you know the guy because you see him every single day yet he meets you and you've never seen him has no idea who you are so it's gotta be kind of a strange coincidence nevertheless Howard Finkelstein, Channel 7's reporter through Thick and Thin, is here with us this morning. And I know you've got to be as burned out
5: as can be, but thanks for joining us. I want to thank you for having Mm -hmm. me. It's been really a great pleasure to do this. Because, you know, how many people get the opportunity to really go into so many people's homes? And hopefully I've been able to touch some minds and hearts. And uh, it's been really a great honor. With such longevity. Also,
0: you know, usually uh, Star gets maybe a half hour once a week or so, and and you're there every single day.
5: i got to tell you, I'm so grateful, not only to Channel 7 for giving me the opportunity, but for the reception I've gotten from the public, and uh, all I've tried to do is really just tell the truth fairly and even-handedly.
0: You've done a great job at that, and before we get into that,
5: um, and I'm sure you, you've been compared
0: to this before, I found it very hard to watch you at first. Uh, without waiting for Le- Laverne and
5: Shirley to come on in. <laughs> I have heard, I have had more faxes. In fact, the faxes may have come from you. Um, and no, I do not know where Squiggy is. <laughs> uh,
0: how did they find you? How did this come about, this
5: marriage? It- I don't know. Um, One of the people up in Channel 7, Carlos Martinez and Anita Wagenheim, uh, recommended me, and they probably went out on a limb recommending someone like me with a long ponytail and with my background. And I came down here, and um, I did it one day, and they asked me back the next day, and then the next day, and then that turned into uh, forever.
0: You got a very nice write-up in the paper this past weekend. I'm sure you must have been pleased with that also.
5: It was very nice. You know, I think it's it's wonderful to be acknowledged and recognized, uh, and I hope everybody gets that opportunity once in their lifetime. The most important thing is never take your press clipping seriously. Mm. Got that right. Dan. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> if, if we get a positive one, then maybe we'll uh, you know explore that. But nevertheless, they pointed out the fact that you have been doing this on your vacation time. Uh, so you have, and your official
5: duties are I am a chief assistant public defender and I'm in charge of the intern division, which is the program for law students that practice. Also the intake division. I also work in a lot of mental health cases because that's one of my passions representing those that really can't speak for themselves. And it's been a, it's been a tough push. It's been a lot of hours, but how often do you get to go on TV and really get the opportunity to maybe touch a lot of people mm-hmm. and make a difference? And that's what being a public defender is about in my eyes. So
0: you are the kind of guy we think you are, and that's that's excellent. Um, you have been there since, uh, did they recruit you on day one?
5: Yeah, they asked me if I would uh, go on and I said, you sure you want me? And I said, yeah, we want you. I said, are you really sure that you want me? And uh, I was really overwhelmed that they asked and I went down there and like uh, most people on TV I was very nervous and they seemed to think that I wasn't too bad. Mm -hmm. They asked me back the next day and uh, it just kept going from there.
0: Cruz's idea wasn't for the neck brace so you
5: never turned your head. Did you notice that? Actually um, I think that they, I don't know if they were concerned or not, but in the very beginning, clearly the ponytail didn't show and it's only recently that it's uh-huh. begun to show um, it's not that i don't turn my head i don't know whether or not they really trusted the public or anybody trusts the public i have learned in my experience that the public is basically made up of people with common sense and decency and if what you say has the ring of truth they'll accept you no matter what you look like
0: we want to take some calls this morning adam our producer said that he was talking to you he gives very succinct and precise answers. And and again, I said that uh, you, much have, you must have crotch burn because you've been straddling that fence for so long and trying to <laughs> give an answer that would not lead anybody in any way, which is exactly what this is about, showing both sides of the fence equally. Um, you must yourself have an opinion, even though I think maybe I saw a, a hint as to what that was last night. You filmed the mock jury apparently before uh, they had announced that they had a verdict.
5: Well, isn't that great? You now Here you go. I finally go out on a limb as to what, it, what I think the verdict is going to be and I said it was no verdict. The hung jury. Uh-huh. And talk about being wrong. I was so wrong. Um, I do have an opinion and the reason I've hesitated is this isn't about Howard Finkelstein. I really was committed to providing a framework for people out there so that what they didn't know I could help them in gathering enough evidence and enough material so that they can arrive at their own conclusion. Because really, what Howard Finkelstein thinks isn't that important. That jury isn't made up of people like me. It's not made up of lawyers. It's made up of people, everyday people like are listening to this broadcast. And it's more important what those people think than what I think. Now, you had...
0: um... I don't even know where to start with this. I, I, I have uh, I've been glued to this thing every single day. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We have some key issues that we want to talk about. Uh, we will take some calls here for you this morning. 524 wiod Broward. Again, this is our chance to speculate. I've got things that I was curious along your lines of thinking why they weren't brought up. We can go back. We can even speculate the trial and why didn't they do this or would you have done it this way or is there any validity to that? And now is our chance to do it because it all comes down this morning. Speculation will be over at 10 o'clock. LA time, 1 o'clock our time, and take advantage of this because uh, Howard is not going to be real accessible except by facts after he leaves our airwaves. 751 WIOD and Dade, 524 WIOD and Broward. 818, 18 after 8 o'clock. Our guest Howard Finkelstein this morning. I'll ask you a couple of questions. We'll go to the phones. We have a lot of people who want to talk to you. You've got to be surprised at how
5: so many people can see the exact same thing and come up with so many different views. You know, Simon and Garfunkel said it, I think, in the song, The Boxer. The man sees what he wants and disregards the rest. Um, I think that that's true, that we bring to every situation the lenses of our experience based upon the culture we grew up, the race, our religion, um, our education. And although the events transpiring in front of us might seem to be one set of events when perceived by two different people from two different backgrounds, they see two different things the most important lesson i've gotten out of this is there are two americas there is an america for african americans and there's an america for whites and until we bridge that gap we are going to continue to have problems there needs to be one america for all people
0: you know it's interesting you say that it's been proven in polls we've we've listened to people talk we know that to be a fact you have also done guest appearances on different ethnic background radio stations to where you've been presented with both of those americas yet it seems the jurors have put that aside
5: Well, they may have put it aside. We don't know what their verdict is. Um, And, yes, they may have heard the evidence. And a lot of what they didn't hear could be as telling as what they did hear. But yes, they may have bonded to each other because they have gone through an ordeal. And it's not like, if I'm not mistaken, it's the Stockholm Syndrome, where somebody is kept hostage and after a while they start to identify with the person that is keeping them right. hostage. So these people have been through thick and thin together. So after a while they bond, they identify with each other. Whether or not that has anything to do with this verdict or not, we're not going to know until after we talk to the judge. But jurors. the fact
0: is, we do have people of, uh, of three different ethnic backgrounds. And they have all come to a unanimous decision. So one side or another has put down what
5: uh, social events we have been reading into this. Well, clearly, um, this, this jury has rejected out of hand, completely slam dunk one side in this case. Um, we don't know which side it is, but it is clear that this jury thinks that one of the sides in this lawsuit had nothing of merit to say.
0: You know, Howard and I were talking during the break, both being uh, children of the 60s and uh, having to deal with, uh, at one time, here in the South, which I wasn't a part of, I was from California, but I did travel back here when I was young, and uh, I remember uh, having long hair you were highly discriminated against. I got out of a restaurant one time in uh, Carolinas where I thought it was going to come down to a big brawl because they were making girly remarks because I had long hair. Now, I'm six foot two, but nevertheless, these guys with no front teeth uh, fights just as good as going to work to them. They kind of like that kind of stuff.
5: You know, one of the things I've learned is, you know, prejudice is is rooted in ignorance. And when people only see the exterior, whether it's long hair, whether it's the size of someone, whether it's the weight of someone, whether it's the race of someone or someone's religion, what they see is really a reflection of their own hatred, which emanates from within. So maybe one of the lessons here that we need to to really understand is we need to transcend and our differences and see that we're really all the same.
0: We were, uh, I was mentioning being from Los Angeles and uh, the police departments and everybody knows out there if you're from uh, the area. There are certain places where if you get a policeman behind you and you are of a different breed, whatever it may be, whether it's long hair, whether it's black, uh, whatever, uh, you pray that you don't get pulled over because, and I gave him one experience, I got three tickets. I had 52 tickets by the time I was 21. And it was because I used to ride a motorcycle and I had long hair. I got three tickets in one sitting and I, if I asked the cop, I said, how long is this going to go on? Every time I pulled away, he, he said, come here, pull over again and wrote me for something else that he could think of. I said, how long is this going to go on? He said, how long are you going to be in town?
5: you know, it would be easy to jump on the police. Um, One of the things that I've learned is there are good police and bad police, just like there are good lawyers, bad lawyers, good disc jockeys, bad disc jockeys. The human condition is flawed amongst some of us, and that flaw follows the people in the various different professions. The only thing different is, we do have to hold police to a higher standard, because they have the ability to interrupt our lives with their badge and gun, and therefore, racism cannot be tolerated, but police are no different from anybody else.
0: And let me just, one more observation before we go to the phones. I found it's interesting also with the faxes that you've got how you can make one statement and you can get back-to-back faxes one accusing you of being pro-prosecution the other of you being pro-defense with the same statement
5: it is amazing and it goes back that a person hears what they want and disregards the rest and i've been very careful and if you listen most of my answers will have something for both prosecution-oriented oh, exactly. people and defense-oriented people and those people hear what they want to confirm what they believe or which rejects what they believe and they think that shows what it is is that I think in total and really what you need to do is look at the whole trial completely and then come up with an opinion like this jury has although one has to wonder if they really deliberated at all. We'll get into that because that's been speculated also.
0: Let's go to Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Morning, sir. Hi. Uh, You're can on I air. speak
6: to Mr. Finkelstein? You are.
0: Uh,
6: as confusing as this situation is the jury... Call for a readback on Park's testimony. Uh, that was a little confusing, but it got more confusing when they stopped the readback after the direct. They didn't want to hear the cross-examination, which would happen to have been. My memory tells me that it was pretty effective for Johnny Cochran on that particular case. But what does that say to you that they uh, that they stopped that they stopped it after the direct uh, after Marsha Clark's uh, questioning and then. And,
0: and ignored the defense. The they didn't cross want to hear it.
6: They, they specifically said, okay, that's enough. Right. And uh, I'll hang up and listen to Mr. Finkelstein's answer, but... uh, Okay,
5: uh, thank you. Well, you know, you can look at this a couple ways. My initial reaction was to say, this clearly indicates the jury is going to come back with a guilty verdict because Mr. Park was talking about the timeline, talking about buzzing Mr. Simpson at 1040, no one being there, and a silhouette walking across the lawn seeming to match the physical stature and possibly race of Mr. Simpson. However, I spoke with someone late last night who spoke with Mr. Cochran, somebody very close with the defense, and the defense believes that what they were trying to do was see that the time periods that... Um, alan park was talking about the limousine driver is inconsistent with the time periods of cato Calen when he talks about the thumps on the wall and if those two are inconsistent that could indicate more doubt so they look to the prosecution's main witness and if that witness brings doubt well, maybe the verdict is not guilty although it does appear that this is the strength of the prosecution case and the fact that they didn't want to hear the cross could indicate a guilty verdict.
0: They're showing clips this morning of Marsha Clark in her closing testimony. She said, pay attention to Alan Park's testimony because that is the turning moment in
5: this trial. Now, what they might have done is, you know, the jury could have gone back there and and hung up 11 for not guilty, one for guilty, and the one person hanging for guilty said, I believe Alan Park's testimony irrefutably denies what the defense has said. They, other people say, oh, no, you didn't listen carefully. Let's hear his testimony. They read it back. And maybe what they were listening for was not what was said but what wasn't said. Or it could be the other. They all could have been hung for guilty except for one person, and this testimony, because of what was said, could have persuaded the one person that was hanging for not guilty. We're reading tea leaves here. See, now you're
0: doing that Channel 7 thing again. Are you, with all of your trial experience, Seeing how juries react, hearing, and I'm not going to ask you right now, we'll take a break and we'll stretch this out a little bit, good teaser, but knowing how juries react when they do bring in guilty verdicts, when they do bring uh, innocent verdicts, how they look, how they uh, treat the defendant, and all of that, uh, that's got to have some mitigating circumstance on this down-the-line thinking that you have. Let's go to uh, Lady and Davey. Hello.
3: Good morning, everyone. Hello. Howard, I've been watching you every single day with Patrick Fraser, and
0: I think you're wonderful.
5: Thank you very much. I
3: have two questions. Number one, don't you believe that uh, Judge Edo had already made up his mind about the guilt of O.J. Simpson? And number two, and then I'll hang up so you can answer. Where in God's name are they ever going to find another jury to retry O.J. if he's convicted?
5: Well, if he is convicted and gets a new trial on appeal, the only place they're going to be able to pick a jury is going to be on the planet Mars. Um, I don't know how they can possibly come up with 12 people who do not have a fixed opinion. Everybody has an opinion as to the guilt or innocence. Um, As to Judge Ito, it's not uncommon for judges to come to a conclusion as to whether or not a defendant is innocent or guilty, and as long as it doesn't affect their decision-making process, then there's not a problem. However, because they're human beings, it usually does affect their decision-making process. I think that Judge Ito clearly is prosecution-oriented, but then that's no surprise. Most judges are. Most judges are ex-prosecutors. Uh, most judges are politicians. They have to run for election. And it's a lot easier to run on a platform of being tough on crime, being law and order, than it is running on a platform of being sensitive to the constitutional rights of defendants who are accused of crimes. I think by and large, Judge Ito did a good job, except for some glaring um, decisions or that I believe were inappropriate. inappropriate. I think the judge clearly should have allowed in at least one incident of Mark Furman talking about planting of evidence. I think that what the jury was left with as an impression of Mark Furman is truly an incorrect impression. They hear that Mark Furman may have lied about using the N word, a racial slur, and it's very possible a jury will sit there and say, well, you know, white people sometimes use that word, but that doesn't mean that he would plant evidence, when in fact you have Furman talking about planting evidence. The other decision that I thought was inappropriate was allowing in the nurse's videotape from Thano Paradis. Here you have. The prosecution literally going over to a man's house, not inviting the defense, videotaping this testimony, introducing it. The defense can't confront, can't cross-examine. That was the most bizarre ruling I have ever seen in 18 years of practicing law. Then it even bested the decision about Ronald Shipp's testimony about dreams. I've never heard that in a courtroom, and in fact, I think the judge recognized that error when he told the jury, if you find that this is nothing more than a dream, then you are to reject it.
0: Two short answers, because we're up against a break and we'll come back. Dream Team, if if they overturn it and there is a retrial, do you think that the Dream Team will vanish like a dream?
5: OJ's money, I hear, is out. Well, I imagine that there's always that possibility. I would like to believe that they're going to stay because they are committed to a client that they say is innocent. And if they are committed, just like I have been committed to people in the past, you stick it out till the end. Because after all, that's what your job is, that's what your oath is, and if you believe, then keep believing. And yes or no,
0: do you think that all the publicity, watching Ito at
5: work day in and day
0: out, has been a uh, detriment or has it been positive to his career considering you said i have never seen uh, a decision along that lines that was so blatantly uh, almost irresponsible
5: i think judge ito has not fared particularly well i think a lot of people that are prosecution oriented think that he let in too much i think they think that he let the lawyers get out of hand and i think people that are more defense oriented think he didn't let in enough and i think he allowed the prosecution or they think he allowed the prosecution to be very mean-spirited in their approach all in all I don't know that Judge Ito is particularly well-respected as a result of this trial. 829,
0: Howard Finkelstein, our guest. will be back. Now. Back to Rick 8.36, 24 in front of 9 o'clock. Howard Finkelstein, our guest, until 11 of, because then he has to go put on his pancake makeup. He's going to run across here to Channel 7. They're going to do continuing coverage, continuous coverage.
5: Gee, uh, hard to believe, huh? Well, I'll tell you, the, the public's fascination or obsession with this case, nobody ever could have predicted. I know when this thing started, I thought people would be interested and they'd watch because they'd pick up a lesson here or there. I never thought it would reach the proportions it has. I've likened it to the most slow-moving... Uh, chess game
0: with the the most high priced players uh, and the most everything has just been from beginning to end almost on a daily basis. You can hear a variety of people who this is their profession saying i 've never seen anything like this in my life
5: before. I'll be one of them. I have never seen anything like this before. I have been very dismayed and upset at the performance of lawyers on both sides. I think the prosecution, specifically Marsha Clark and Rockne Harmon, have engaged in some of the... most mean-spirited discourses I have ever seen prosecutors engage in. I have never in Broward or or Dade County seen prosecutors call witnesses and lawyers the names that these prosecutors have called um, these people. I've also never seen defense lawyers who just couldn't seem to comply with their discovery obligations and clearly have engaged in what I believe at the very best is unprofessional and sometimes unethical conduct.
0: Howard called Marsha Clark a bitch. Yeah, that's our job. We have uh, we have an open line in Broward at five two four at WIOD. Very quickly uh, in the closing arguments, and I'll just. Uh Surmise what you've already said to me during the break. You thought the Marsha Clark's uh, closing argument at the beginning was weak. Uh, You thought it was excellent uh, for the second time for the rebuttal. Uh, Johnny Cochran, uh, we were talking, that kind of fits into what you were saying about the attorneys. I have heard attorneys, as a matter of fact, um, Kathleen Sullivan was talking to a U.S. Supreme Court judge who, when Ito pulled the plug on the cameras, uh, actually questioned his stability. And she kind of dove under the desk because this is, you know, a colleague, it takes a lot for a colleague to criti- criticize another colleague. Uh, it seems like there's um, ethical or professionalism, uh, professional courtesy uh, is extended a lot in this particular profession. And she find, found that uh, just amazing that that judge would do that. And I've heard attorneys say that what Cochran has done, if O.J. is guilty, or if, if he is innocent, and indeed there was a conspiracy because of race, he was if there wasn't, uh, lawyers have said that Johnny Cochran has done one of the most irresponsible things that we have
5: seen any lawyer do, or probably will, in our lifetime. Well, I can't agree with that, and I'll tell you why. A defense lawyer's job is to zealously represent their client within the bounds of the law. The defense didn't create Mark Furman. The prosecution knew what Mark Furman was from the very beginning. Mark Furman sued the county and said, I'm a racist with violent tendencies. The county said, oh no, you're not a racist, you're a liar, go back to work. The prosecution was aware of what Mark Furman was, not only from other assistant district attorneys, but should have been aware from other police officers. The Mark Furmans of the world cannot exist in a vacuum. They exist with a nod and a wink of our eye. When Marsha Clark placed Mark Furman on the stand and engaged in that embracing dance of, Mark, you must feel really bad, and he said, yes, because people are saying bad things about me, they knew what they had, but nobody knew the tapes were going to get them caught. That doesn't mean that the prosecution's case is not valid. I believe it is extremely valid and extremely powerful. But... I think that the prosecution, as the saying goes, got hoisted on their own petard in reference to Mark Furman.
0: With that uh, one question that F. Lee Bailey asked him, when Furman gave the answer "no," and we all knew that the answer was "yes," I could see people on the defense streaming out of the courtroom as soon as he said "no" to try to find somebody to refute that. It was so obvious to everybody, and all they needed was a couple of witnesses. And they've got—he's got so much money and and so many resources working for him—that we were bound to find
5: it. We just didn't know it would be 41 uh, inclusions on a piece of tape you know what the scary thing was though the prosecution was loaded for bear and they were going to destroy kathleen bell and they were going to destroy andrea singer and those were the young women that got up and talked about the things that Furman said and they were going to in front of the entire public portray them as bar flies that were mentally incompetent right. or or what have you and these women's lives would never have been the same and clearly they were speaking the truth One of the things that's come out of this trial process is maybe all of us lawyers need to revisit the issue of responsibility, which goes back to what you said about Johnny Cochran. I think Johnny Cochran, though, had to make that argument. Whether or not the jury accepts that argument, whether or not America accepts that argument, that's a different story.
0: But to the extent, didn't he say that if you find that there's racism in this country, that you've got to set O.J. free to avenge that racism?
5: That's in effect what he said, but that's not what the word said. In fact, Judge Edo talked about how it was artfully phrased. Quite the compliment. Oh, it was quite the compliment. And yeah, you're right. This jury should not render a decision based upon sending a message to the public outside. They should not render a decision based upon stopping racism here and now, being in the right place at the right time. This decision should be arrived at based solely on the evidence that came forward in that courtroom. And there is clearly enough evidence to find Mr. Simpson guilty. And there is clearly enough doubt to justify a verdict of not guilty, which is why this case is so perplexing and troubling to so many people. But what Johnny Cochran did was that which they shouldn't consider. And your opinion of him as as, uh, an attorney and an orator? As an orator, he was superb. For some, he was over the top. As some would say, too schmaltzy, too, um, too southern preacherish. Mm-hmm. Um, but for many, he was speaking like from the mountaintop. For others, he came across too smarmy, too unctuous, too snake oil salesman. And others, like Chris Darden, again, people hear what they want and disregard the rest. Right. Let's go to Boca.
0: Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Finkelstein. Good morning. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm a
3: former retired Cook County public. Uh, defender, and um, it's a great job.
5: Well, thank you very much.
3: And um, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, You're right. I I can't imagine, uh, during my careers in in the courts, ever uh, saying some of the things that Chris Darden said, or saying some of the things uh, that Johnny Cochran said without getting thrown out of the court. And um, I'm wondering, um, do you think that Judge Ito was so liberal or um So permissive in the court because he was playing up to the Los Angeles community?
5: Yeah, I don't know who he was playing up to, but I think your question is right, and I think what you're saying is very accurate. If I would fault Judge Edo on anything is he let these lawyers get out of control. He let them go on and on for days. Who ever heard of a medical examiner, a coroner, testifying about an autopsy he didn't perform for eight days? I have never heard of that. And then allowing these mean-spirited, personal attacks. Where I grew up practicing law, you attacked the opponent's case. You didn't attack the opponent. Let's try uh, mobile. Good morning.
0: Good morning, guys. Hello, sir. I,
7: I, I really compliment uh, Mr. Finkelstein on the good work he does.
0: Well,
5: thank you I, very much.
7: I'm glad that people of, of such talent stay within the uh, within the public defender's office. And I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but buttloads.
0: And you say, back at you. <laughs> back at you. There you Good go. Morning. All right.
7: You know, I, I think they played the, the wrong card personally. I think this community and this, this, this country isn't ready to face the corruption, the police force. Do you think they should have highlighted the inconsistencies? and the the uh lack of evidence and not attack so much the uh the the police corruption
5: well you know i think that that if this were in a different community you might have seen a different tactic this is in los angeles where the african-american community doesn't have a lot of faith um in their police department they've seen their police department lie according to african-americans and they've seen the results of rodney king I think the defense felt that they were, as the saying goes, speaking into the listening of the African-American community's conscience. Let's uh, We were talking briefly about the existence the jury
8: has had for the last 264 days. If you could give us some kind of a look at what they might be going through. And also, after this is over with, and these people come out, after all this time, they're going to be experiencing like freedom overload or something. Is there any... Uh, like Jury Halfway House or something. They're, they're the <laughs> most <laughs> famous
5: people that nobody knows who they are, probably in history. You know, that's a great concept, the Jury Halfway House. Um, you're right. All of a sudden, the world is going to seem much lighter, much brighter, and much greener and bluer to this jury whose existence has been more closely aligned to living in a monastery than it is to living a normal life. I think that they are going to be astounded at what America has gone through for the last nine months, because as far as they know, nothing's really happening out here. Um, So all of a sudden, they're going to come out and realize that America's been obsessed with what they've been doing, what they've been hearing, and also with what the jury was going to do. Well, you've got conjugal visits.
0: How well are they monitored so this stuff doesn't filter in? Because a lot of people. Uh, it's been speculated, and I think by you that they've already been discussing this, and that's why the deliberations were so short, and somebody else pointed out to us that this could lead to a mistrial, if that's
5: found out. It's very possible. I watched Tracy Kennedy last night, and he says, no, the jury isn't talking. And part of the reason is is because they're so afraid. Remember, this is a jury that's turned on their own and informed on other jurors that may have been talking. They even believe that their phones and their rooms were being monitored, even during conjugal visits. Were they? I don't know, and if they were that is a very bad thing. Talk about Big Brother watching, well that's taking it to another level.
0: But isn't that part of the program? You're, you know, uh, that they know that they're going to be monitored, they're not supposed to talk about it, and 24 hours a day you're working under this jury. I mean, if you're sequestered, you're employed 24 hours a day, so I would think that that's part of the deal.
5: Well, the problem is is we ask people to to contribute in their civic duty. These people took on a job that I'm not volunteering for. I don't know anybody in their right mind that would volunteer to give up their life the way these people have. Now wait. After
0: nine months, they're going to walk out to a person... They are going to be converged upon, they're going to be asked their thoughts, they're going to be asked to put it down in print, they're going to be paid to go on shows. You think that these people who are leading postal workers' lives and such aren't going to relish what's going to be happening to them and and seize their 15 minutes?
5: I think they will relish it, I think they will seize their 15 minutes, but i got to tell you, I wouldn't give up nine months with my daughter for any 15 minutes. But you've got a life. I do have a life, and I think most of these people have some sort of life. I think their contribution to our system, to all of us, is one that we should be very grateful for.
0: I agree. Let's go to uh, Mobile, who's been hanging on their own dime. Good morning.
7: Good morning, Rick. And Su's uh, chronic buttload to
5: you. Well, back, back at, at you. you.
7: Uh, Howard, how are you doing?
5: I'm doing good. Thank you very much.
7: This is John from Boca. You're my class president, senior class president, if you recall. Oh, he yes. called
5: earlier this he- morning. Yes. I've
7: seen you around the courthouse many a times. Well, thank you. Listen, my comment is, uh, you watched The Closing Arguments. Yes, I did. Because I watched them with you. And my concern is that when the, Johnny Cochran was arguing to the jury, the one juror got up and left because she was emotionally wrapped into So,
0: So it was said. Other people, sir, have said she just needed to blow her nose.
7: Okay, what about the juror in the final, final statement that Cochran made, shook her head yes, now, this is you heard Howard. about
5: that. Yeah. I was agreeing with Johnny. Well, you know, you know, normally, but for the request for Alan Parks' testimony and only wanting to hear the direct, I would be sitting here saying, this is clearly a not guilty verdict. It still may be a not guilty verdict. It may be that one juror or two jurors had to hear what Alan Parks didn't say as opposed to what he did say. But... If you take the fact that they wanted to hear Alan Park, that the prosecution wanted them to hear, and the fact that they wouldn't look at O.J. Simpson, it would be a reasonable deduction that it is a guilty verdict. However, if I were a betting man, I wouldn't bet on either verdict right now. Well, how about
7: the fact that when Marsha Clark asked him to take notes on that pyramid, and he just sat there and never picked up a pen?
5: Well, that's why every analyst across the country was saying, at best, the prosecution can hope for a hung jury, um, and more than likely, it's an acquittal. Um, And the fact that it's a quick verdict would seem to indicate it, but the other sides seem to indicate or cut against an acquittal and indicate a conviction. It's like everything else in this case. Everything that you think it is, it isn't.
0: You know, we have come down to the end, and I want to let you go, but there's a couple of things that I wanted to get your opinion on, uh, reading the jury. Um, The thing that you just mentioned about what everybody's opinion would be, the outcome of the jury, you either heard... Not guilty, or hung jury, or I think he's guilty, but he'll get off. I have not heard one person say, "Guilty, he'll be in a slammer." Very, including fe-
5: yourself. Very few people. Um, although I do believe there is plenty of evidence to convict Mr. Simpson, I also do believe the defense has raised some significant questions, but. No matter what verdict this jury reaches, there is a basis to justify it. The only question I have is, I don't know that they could have arrived at either verdict so quickly.
0: I want to ask also just a, a personal thought on on my part. Uh, being a divorced parent and the most devastating fact about uh, your family splitting up is if you truly, as you say, you have a daughter uh, or a good father, uh, you, you know, those kids are yours, and to take them out of your life uh, is the one thing that incenses you everybody's talking about the rage that he had for Nicole uh... the controlling the you know and and uh... Um, more romantic uh, motive it happened to be on the day where he saw Sydney in a recital and he was very proud and he wanted to be part of her life and part of her celebration and he was told by her mother no you can't i thought it would be a much more effective presentation to say that was the last straw nobody is going to tell me as their father what i can and what i can't do and I'm going to show you and I think that's why he went over there that particular night I think that's what put him over the edge why just on this particular day did his romantic interest overwhelm him to go take care of her rather than the fact
5: that she deprived him of celebrating with his flesh and blood I think that that's a very very powerful argument and one of the things that I know from practicing law for a lot of years and what Marsha Clark said when it comes to murder there are no rules it's a messy business read the jury give us what you think Right now, I can't even tell you. I am so confused by it. I believe in my, my instincts tell me it's a not guilty, but the actions of the jury tell me it's a guilty. So this time I'm riding the fence, not because I want to, but because I really don't
0: know. We're going to have to get you some asbestos underwear. Thank you. Howard, <laughs> you're, a, you're a great guest, and everybody has uh, complimented you. That certainly goes along with us. You've got to run away. People can see you the rest of the day on Channel 7. Thanks for being our guest. Thank Thanks you. for being a good guy and sticking up for what a people think attorneys should be. Thank you very very much. All right, out the breaks and jumbling up our commercials, but Howard uh, is a sought after man today, and I wanted to take advantage of every second that we had him. So he's off to Channel Seven this morning, and we have Miami Beach. Hello.
4: Yes. All right. Just a fast uh, verdict will be not guilty. He's going to walk away from
0: it. Okay. Uh, uh, bye bye. Try Fort Lauderdale.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm a former juror, and I sat on uh, two uh, murder trials. Mm-hmm. And I give you 100% assurance that this is a not guilty verdict, because there is no one that would send a man off to jail for 30 for the rest of his life, in, in a debate of an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, we convicted a man that 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 the, the uh, evidence was much stronger. He did not deny shooting the man, and it took us much longer than that to find him guilty. When they how come, long
0: was the trial though, sir?
4: Beg your pardon.
0: How long was the trial?
4: Uh, three weeks.
0: You see, they've had a lot of time to dwell on this. They've had nine months. This has been like no other trial. You can't liken it to yours. It makes
4: no difference. I I know the I, I I know what jurors how jurors think. They are not going to send a man to jail forever with such a quick verdict.
6: Well, let me ask you this: if and this guy admitted to shooting somebody,
0: yeah. oh, that doesn't me. matter. I'm sorry. If they found him guilty, they had a videotape too.
8: If the if the guy admitted to shooting somebody, why did it take you so long?
4: Well, because he had an excuse that he was provoked. Oh. That he was provoked. But what I'm saying is that.
8: But that's not. But he. But the question is, did he
0: shoot him?
4: Yes, he did. deny shooting him?
0: You know. Okay then. What, what were your op- is, Yeah, but wait a second. What what were your options to choose from as far as a verdict?
4: Uh, gu- uh guilty of murder of the first degree, second degree. Uh, I think there was even uh, some other uh, lesser...
0: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and what did you opt less for? Less
4: possibility. What yet. did you
0: opt for? Uh, first degree. Okay. Right. All right, well, we're going to uh, get your name and number, and if he's guilty, you owe us a million dollars.
4: You got it, baby. <laughs> okay. <Piece of>
0: cake. <laughs> Thanks a lot. 857 at WIOD. New OJ Heron Fiber. It's the cereal that doesn't know where it belongs.
4: Mm. Uh-huh.
0: Does OJ
6: Heron Fiber cereal belong in a courtroom helping convict him of a horrible double homicide? Eventually locking him away in a dark jail cell for life? Yeah, no way! Or should OJ Heron Fiber help set him free to enjoy the good life? Mm. All the while reaping huge cash benefits from telling the world of his terrible ordeal? Yeah,
4: yeah, that's it. That's the gig I want right there,
6: pal. Maybe you find OJ Heron Fiber cereal easy to swallow. Or maybe you think it's totally inadmissible. Either way, you should really chew on some OJ. O.J. and Fiber Cereal today and render your own verdict. I'm totally disgusted. O.J. and Fiber
0: Cereal, a part of this unbalanced legal system. Exactly. It's 9.07.7 after 9 o'clock. Phone lines are open this morning in Broward, 524-WIOD and Dade 751-WIOD. Outside the 305 area, code 1-800-944-WIOD. And if you're an AT&T wireless customer, it's pound IOD. And we've got TV station after TV station filtering in this morning because they want to hear something unusual. They want to hear people talking about o j hm let's go to North Miami Beach. Hello,
1: hey, butlo Hey back, back at, at you. you I got a question for you guys about the case, but so first I had a comment. I was coming from home. I passed by this cleaners five star cleaners. They had a sign up. I think it was forty or fifty percent off to the first fifty people or by one o'clock, whichever came first to whoever had the the right uh, verdict, whoever had the correct verdict. you go in there. <laughs> You go in there, you take your clothes.
0: Yeah, any guess? Uh,
1: Well, well, I went in there, yeah, I went in there with a dirty T-shirt, because I had to find out if this was real or not, maybe the guys Went in there, had a dirty T-shirt, and I asked the guy, he said, yeah, you get 40, I think it was 40% off. I told him not guilty, and he wrote it down on the ticket, and he said, we're doing this for the first 50 people, or, you know, by 1 o'clock, whichever comes first.
0: Oh man! No, nobody's capitalizing on this.
1: (laughs) Why not? Everybody else is.
0: All right, sir. Well, I want you and everybody else to know that I have got my burden of proof pullout that was in the Sunday Sun Sentinel. I have also got uh, Sun Sentinel this morning, the day of decision. I've got all of your schedules. I've got maps of the place. I've got diagrams of her. I've got, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I've even got the actual murder photos this morning out of the Globe Magazine. So, what do you want to know?
1: Um. I'm not that familiar with law, less so with uh, the details of California law, but to what extent can the defense in an appeal harp or raise questions about the unexpected small amount of time that the jury spent deliberating? I mean, could they really sit there and spew out Well,
0: it was pointed out to us this morning, and you know that each one of these jurors is going to be on some talk show sooner or later. Right. Uh, You know, I have a feeling they're lacing up their Nikes right now. Uh And they said that if it was proven... That they deliberated before they were supposed to liberate If they discussed this with each other, that that's grounds for a mistrial.
1: Oh Right. That I understood, but
0: let's just say. Well, and that's why, and a lot of people are speculating as to that's why it was such a short deliberation because they've already talked with each other.
1: All right. Well, how about uh, what you said? There was fifty thousand pages of
0: uh, testimony. Right.
1: All right. Uh, how about just uh, raising the question of um, I don't know incompetence that these people really didn't bother to check over that uh, they had formed opinions, this, that, and the other. Could they really tout that? I mean, how far will California... Yeah,
0: Powell, counsel- that's the justice system. It's a jury of your peers. You can't say it was an incompetent jury. Uh, you know, you can go on technical matters, and that's about it.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, you know, obviously, okay, let's say it's guilty.
1: Uh-huh. Well,
0: I think that the defense would think that that's a pretty incompetent jury.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay, but so you can't far? do that. They, they can't do
0: that. No, but but then again, you've got the dream team, and, and look at all the stuff they've found to throw up against the wall to see if it sticks. Wait till they go back through all of this testimony, and we have to hear word for word, and we see Barry Sheck, and we see Johnny Cochran jumping up and down like pistons once again over line after line of that thing, and that's what they're going to do.
1: Well, that is provided that he has the money in their stay out of honorable system or whatever.
0: That's what I asked Howard, you know, now that the money's gone, is the dream team going to disappear like a dream? And oh. he said if they're, you know, they should be committed to their client, once a client, he's their client to the end
1: well what's uh, it's funny about the money thing i've always heard conflicting stories because parade magazine ran a story on it and i forgot what else and they said that with the money he was making from i mean he's had some sort of business ventures while he's been in jail like they had an oj uh i don't know uh, he just statuette. got a oh,
0: yeah. he just got a copyright deal on anything that has to do with oj so he's going to be pulling into money however if he's guilty that money can't go to him
1: that money can't go to him?
0: That's the son of Sam law. You can't benefit mm-hmm. from guilt in a trial. And uh, where would the money go to? Uh, us. Yeah. Yeah. We've, right? been, we've been making a We get it. <laughs> okay. You know, I think one of the most a- exciting
8: aspects of a possible guilty deal on yeah. this, if he is found guilty, Geraldo says he'll shave off his mustache.
0: Now, will he do that tonight? Yes. This could involve a heavy utensil. I would yes, imagine I a know. power tool. He's got. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Let's go to uh, mobile. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. And Hello. And you're on the air. Uh, so. Yeah. Um,
0: can I? Can nature. I just admo- let me admonish the audience, like Lance Ito, just one second here. We've got Channel Six here. By the way, did you guys just change from Channel Four? I heard rumblings to that effect. And they're filming. Could we, like, light up the phones? Everything has been lit up until they walk in here. Just to make it look a little sensational for the last day of the trial, 524-WIOD in Broward, 751-WIOD in Dade. Even if you just want to say he's guilty or not guilty, and then you can watch your little light on TV tonight. You go, whoa, that was me. (laughs) Go ahead, sir.
6: Yeah. Um, This might shock and amaze a lot of people in the audience, but it's a not guilty verdict. You know, I've been following this case, and I've been calling a few shots. Yeah. Most of the time, I
4: was right. So
0: you think it's not guilty? Yeah.
4: Or going to shave off
0: that mustache. <laughs> Why? No, know, if he's guilty, he's going to shave it off, right? Yes. Right. So he's not going to shave it uh, off. It, it,
4: if he's guilty, he's going to shave it
0: off? Yeah. Yeah. No, he, if he's not guilty, he's just going to let the rest of his body go and turn into a walrus. Oh, okay. Well, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. There you go. Okay. See, there you go. Now i will got a shot of these lights, pal, okay? We actually, it's not the apathetic audience that you're used to here in Miami. Yeah, it is. It's 9-13 at WIOD. Updating the trial of the century.
2: They're opening the closing at the beginning of the end today.
0: Does he walk or
6: not? Time will tell. The best news, news, talk, and entertainment radio,
0: 610-WIOD. 917 17 after 9 o'clock, I'm going to be burning up that KU band today, man, oh, watching man. all of these feeds and everything that's coming down. We have one open line if you're an AT&T wireless customer. The mobile line is free at Pound IOD. Let's try uh, mobile on your time. Hello. Hello. Hello.
2: Hi. Uh, just a comment. I've watched the trial every day, and I really have kept my motions pretty much intact. But last Tuesday night, when Christopher Darden was speaking, I just, uh, it all hit me. And I just became really upset and started crying. I'm, I'm not sure what I was crying about. I don't know if it's the, just the anxiety or
0: not well, knowing if well you what, really
2: honestly did this,
0: but... Well what provoked you to cry? I mean, it, was it... The argument for justice, uh, or uh, that at that point it seemed almost like a losing situation all the way around?
2: It was kind of like, uh, Jordan, you know, the finality of it all, just the reality of it all, just everything. I mean, just every single solitary thing. I just...
0: Now, since you're on a mobile phone, it means usually that you're working. So how much of the trial have you been able to see every day?
2: Quite a bit. Uh, What I haven't been able to see, I've taped. Yeah. And I've stayed up all night long.
0: In which way are you swinging? Ooh.
2: I hate to say it, but people have con- people have been convicted for far less than what the evidence is in this trial, and I see him as guilty.
0: Thanks for the call. It's 919 at WIOD. Let's try Miami. Hello?
7: Hey, Rick and Sud. Hello, sir. You caught me rushing my teeth.
0: You want to be put on hold? we we'll go to no. somebody else? No. Okay. All right. Your breath is so minty fresh.
7: I know. I like it. Mm -hmm. What I have to say is that either way, whichever way the verdict goes, the instant it's announced, you're going to see the courtroom break out into a panic.
0: I predict. Oh, evil Ito will start slamming that gavel around and probably just throw it it at you. He doesn't
7: have a gavel. (laughs) He's going to be yelling, you stop now, stop now.
0: Willie, Have we ever heard him uh, use a gavel? We have not, have we?
8: No,
7: he doesn't he's got have those one on
0: hourglasses. On he just kind of slaps his hands together. Oh, he's yeah. got his
8: collection of hourglasses. That's
0: right. maybe, yeah, maybe he'll start smashing them. I have a prediction. Well, okay, before you have your prediction, let me ask you, where are you going to be today at 1 o'clock? Working. You will make your way towards some form of media. Damn right. Okay. i got to bet one on this. Do you?
8: Oh, you know, I was thinking about, <clears throat> yeah,
0: we ought to call out to L.A. see what the line is on right. this. Right, Vegas. Or uh, Vegas. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, sir, and your bet is going. The
7: prediction is Cochrane against uh, Darden, two rounds.
0: All right. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Nine twenty at WIOD. Let's try my. Uh, let me see. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale,
9: Rick. I'm sorry. Butler. Back at you. Yeah. There's something to consider. Thank
0: you for being ready to help me.
9: Yeah. Hey. Well, right. You call for the callers, man, and we're okay. here. Okay. Here's something to consider. We're right here. We had another trial this weekend. Yeah. Believe it or not, it was actually another trial in this country, and it was also very important. And we're yes. expecting a terrorist-type plot. Unfortunately, it was never a better time for them.
0: Yeah, but that world stuff, you know, where thousands of people are killed—that doesn't mean anything.
9: Well, today at one o'clock, this whole country won't be won't be mm-hmm. worried worried about the other country. Yeah. They'll be worried about.
0: Who was that? Oh, uh, an angry person. I guess that wanted to use the phone. Oh. <laughs> there'll be a. Uh,
9: we'll be we'll be on pins and needles watching TV at one o'clock. while right. You know, um, the people that are planning to attack us will have the purpose the perfect opportunity.
0: At oh, so oh, a good yeah. time for a terrorist attack.
9: Exactly what so I'm oh, saying. Oh, talking garden. about.
0: The Senate.
9: They should have done it. <laughs> Right away, no, and they, got it they, over with, they pretty much watch are watch. their own enemies. You
0: know, they love this stuff up in Washington because nobody's really exactly. paying attention now. before <laughs> they, they get away with work. anything. <laughs> Guess what? Tomorrow there's no taxes that any politicians have to pay anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, pal. Thanks a lot. Sure. It's 921 at WIOD. Who's this?
6: Huh? Who's this? Uh, Topkin's. I'm huh? having I'm having Clark butt withdrawal.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> Adam said he answered standing. the phone, and the first words were, "Doesn't she have a great butt?" Oh. <laughs> Tom Hopkins, oh. folks. I was just beside myself. Well, what have you been doing? Watching her butt. Besides that, <laughs> nothing. Just having a great time. Didn't Didn't the uh, Samsonite suitcases under her eyes tend to distract from the butt a little? Oh man.
6: She's carrying some luggage, isn't she? She oh, is, yeah. Ooh. So what's uh, what is everybody talking about today? As if I didn't know, huh?
0: Uh, that big dolphins win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we just squeaked by. You know, we're just uh, we're on pins and needles. She was going to make a press conference at one today. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, okay. how they did it.
6: Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that was the headline here this morning. I tune in at one. Now uh, I must tell you that a station here that's uh, also owned by Cox mm-hmm. put a promo on the air Friday that said, "Do not turn your radio off. The jury is deliberating."
0: <laughs> really? I swear to God. <laughs> well, that's not bad.
6: The Associated News. No, the Associated Press News Station of the Year. Oh yeah. And home of the brave.
0: Yeah. News oh, talk, yeah. seven fifty. Yeah. WSB. Uh-huh. Are you? On are you expressing your incredulousness? Well, I mean, most of Atlanta is going. What? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. But they got a woody here like they do in everywhere else in the world. It's just.
0: Well, but they don't see it. Yeah. That the thing is, it's for the trial. It's not for Marsha Clark, Tom.
6: I know. Yeah. I've already written
0: her. Have you?
6: Yeah. I said, come on up here in the woods. <laughs>
0: You need a break. that's right I got a coffee deliverance I want to show you exactly. <laughs> uh, you guys are doing well uh as far as well except for your foot everything's going well well yeah. well my foot and my stomach oh yeah Tom you left and now they're taking organs out of me no yeah what's the deal took my gallbladder out
6: really did they yes. do it like they did Niels took it out through his belly button yeah
0: they did yeah amazing they came down here they said anybody uh need to have anything removed and you were gone and I was next I was in the batter's box
6: <laughs> too good
0: yeah oh, good.
6: Well, there was, I just, that's the only reason I called, to just say, uh, somebody get me a picture of her butt quick. Yeah. I haven't seen one since Friday.
0: All right, Tom. Educated
8: By the way, uh, man. Tom, and this is just between Tom and I, okay, so the audience don't listen. Yeah, uh, Tom, is the Atlanta Constitution running any more of those great cartoons on the editorial page lately?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, guy which, great, isn't he? which one was that? Oh. Was the one where the,
6: the politicians holding up the black baby? Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah.
0: Now... I understand also Atlanta has become, for the Olympics, uh, the entire city, a smoke-free zone. Well, is that a joke? What do you think about yeah.
6: that? That's right, bothering me a lot. Let me put my cigar down.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I ask you. Well, you
6: know, they did this before in Barcelona and everybody, you know, Europe, nobody cares. They do yeah. what they want. Right. They oh, this will
0: invite in. a lot of Europeans over. Mm.
6: Oh, yeah. Well, it, oh, they, yeah. the people that really flip were the, all the uh, the Asians who smoke like chimneys. Yeah. And they said, oh, no, 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 this isn't going to work. Well, people are so burned out in the Olympics now because, you know, they got their tickets the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody got anything. It was kind of like, remember the Michael Jackson concert where he said, send me the money and maybe I'll give you a ticket? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what they did here. Sure. Everybody (laughs) sent him a grand. And so they used all the money on interest and then said, we'll give you your money back, but not the interest.
0: Well, oh, people are good. real happy. Well, wait a second. Who do they think they are, the Marlins?
6: <laughs> Same deal.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Same deal.
0: Okay. So answer me this. Well, first of all, did you, were you lucky enough to score a place that you can rent out for over a hundred times its value for the three weeks?
6: No, but it, the astounding story. I don't. I have no interest in that because what you have to do besides putting insurance, if you have to give them linen every day and make them food. Oh, I have no interest in that. No, in fact, I'm trying to find a place to be for
0: Tom. I've things. heard that people are going thirty thousand bucks, man. There's for some three people weeks. making some serious money. In yeah. fact,
6: there is a new definition of hutzpah here. One in, of the uh, people, one of the companies who owns a, a bunch of apartments, has sent letters to the people saying, either you move out, uh, right, or you leave yeah. your stuff and go because we're going to rent out your places.
0: Or yeah. you pony up what we would have gotten anyway. Yeah, we will give you a cut. You might get a grand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question: Guilty or not guilty? Oh. Take care, okay of Tom. Okay then. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks for calling. <laughs> it's nine twenty-six at WIOD Miami. Hello. 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 Oh.
9: Um, I said, Hang him.
0: You okay? Let's try Pompano. Hello.
9: Wow. That after Tom Hopkins.
0: Astute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy hung on a long time to do it, sir.
9: I know, and it was like, okay,
0: yeah. hey, and nobody could even understand. I, didn't even hang <laughs> I did don't Did come he, from programming. I don't know if he's yeah. just
9: just starting his day or just finishing his evening.
0: Exactly. <laughs> anyway,
9: um, you know, with everything that's been going on, and, and the whole Furman, did he? Didn't he? Blah blah blah. You know, even if even if some stuff was planted, and I'm not saying that it was, I'm not saying that it wasn't, but even if it was. It doesn't make a difference if he's guilty of the crime. He's guilty of the crime. You
0: see, this is something that we as America racially have not been able to isolate, and apparently the jury has. I I hope you know whether whether those you know. It's interesting because I was talking with Howard off the air. Howard Finkelstein. If you weren't here, he was. uh, He stopped by this morning from eight until nine o'clock. No, I wasn't there this morning. Okay, he's done uh, WEDR, which is uh, it's a black. It's it's an ethnic station. It's it's programmed. with that type of music with that type of listenership ninety nine jail exactly there you go. and when he said he said when i talked to them he said it's it's such a, a different slant you know it's like the firm and tentacles reach out to everything and nothing and the trial uh, can be considered because of this one guy, and he said. And then you talk to stations that are predominantly white, and they isolate it and say, "Well, yeah, we know it's a racist, but we we hope that you know they won't use it against the entire trial, and they will see it for what it really is." Right.
9: And, and you know, I just I don't understand how. But the
0: jury, to point that out, was able to do that apparently in well, some form or another.
9: Let's Let's hope so, but we don't know if yeah. it, you know if it's going to swing that way. We or... don't. Worked to the defense. I mean, you
0: know, there's a there's a but lot. But were of there stuff. any questions? You know, you would think if if they went for the Furman issue, then the some of the testimony they may have read back, and it certainly would have been longer than a four-hour deliberation, uh, would have been. Now, how did this glove get here? Where did that glove come from? What about that sock that actually had this the stain that soaked through like there wasn't a leg in there? And you know, now would these things have really been microscopic? that that type of stuff? But instead, they just examined the timeline, and that was the end of it. Right. So that's got to kind of lead you to believe that they have isolated it, and they're looking to see whether he was out or not. It's all after nine months of DNA and one in five billion and PCP and EDT and all of that. Oh, no, it's PCP was what I was thinking. And it comes down to like an hour and a half's worth of stuff. Was he there or wasn't he?
9: Right, and I, and I think that, you know, I, you know, from the prosecution side, I think it's a good thing that, uh, you know, that, that, that the jury actually stopped and said, okay, let's look at the limo driver again. You know, mm-hmm. because because essentially, you know, from what Marcia Clark said, yeah. everything hinges on that.
0: We're three hours and thirty-two minutes away, sir. <sighs> it's nine twenty-eight at WIOD. Now,
2: back to Rick and Seth.
0: Nine thirty-five twenty-five in front of ten o'clock, or three hours and uh, well, make that two hours, three hours and twenty-five minutes. That's right before the verdict this afternoon. Broward five two four nine four six three, AT and T wireless customers, pound IOD. And you're taking a different slant than I thought you would. I am? No, not you, Jack. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I thought you had left the premise. No, I'm still here. You're talking about the judge again? Um. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the fact that you think they're going to come back with not guilty. Yeah. And Adam applauds you. Adam thinks that also. I don't know.
10: I I absolutely... That jury's not going to convict
0: them, okay? That's what everybody said.
10: Well, if they do, then we'll have justice. If they don't, in boosting their advertising rates, TV executives said they were sensitive to criticism that they were profiting from a double murder trial that's evolved into a full-blown media event, so right. what it here. Do you know what spot and rates are? the networks are? would never want to exploit a situation. Have you heard what spot rates are? Yeah. Nobody would ever want to exploit it. No. By the way, we will have it at 1 o'clock here on WIOD, right. right in the middle of the Neil Rogers show. I just thought I would mention that. Now, the
0: salespeople have already gone out and they're reselling the spots an hour before and an hour so after the show. So everybody who can't
10: be near your TV will have extensive, ongoing coverage for hours. And hours. And weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah but the media we wouldn't want to uh, exploit a situation like that. Why so, the hell
0: not? So what have you heard? Hurricanes, <laughs> murders. We
10: wish for stuff like that. That's what like the hell this. we're
0: here for. Wars,
10: pestilence,
0: we used to send giants after Andrew, we used to send giant <laughs> fans down at night to blow down what they were putting back up just so we could stay on air with bigger ratings.
10: When I worked at <laughs> WINZ, the all news station, I'm telling you, they were just they were just hyperventilating. Every time there was something with sure. the Alvarez trial, and the, uh, hurricane Ooh, we're gonna get a the hurricane that didn't happen, you know? Yeah. Oh, they were just dancing in the uh, in the hallways. So rumor has it that
0: after this, and I told you this yesterday... Jeff Bray,
10: who could be one of the biggest flunkies I've ever met in my life, did he finally ever leave over there?
0: Jeff yeah, Bray,
10: he was the news director? What a putz. Dancing in the hall. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great! As opposed to our <laughs> salesmen who do that now. People. Are they dancing in the hallways? <laughs> With each other, yeah, with themselves, there have been cheek to <laughs> cheek. I saw Fat Boy dancing cheek to cheek with himself down there yeah. when I came in.
0: And yeah, Johnny Cochran's rumor is he's given up being a defense attorney. He wants to be the new Michael uh, Orvitz. Is that who it is? Hor- Orvitz, Orvitz, yeah, uh, the um, Hollywood super agent. That's who Johnny wants to
10: be. I understand there's going to be a new Broadway play. They're going to do a black version of Silas Marner. He's going to be wearing a stocking cap. Oh, oh, it's going to be cute. yeah.
0: Who am he I? He was so cute with that. Who cap am line. I? He yeah. was, yeah. He did. He looks like a convict. He just needed to put those gloves on, and I wouldn't have recognized Can him.
10: Can you imagine Mark Furman's response when he asked, who am I? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's try Miami. Hello. Jack, this is Jack. Hi, Jack.
3: How you doing? Good,
0: good, Jack.
3: I love your program.
0: Thanks, Jack. I Mm -hmm. want
3: to let everybody know this jury should not be sold short on smarts. They did pay attention. The one important question that I see outside of witnesses, weapon that isn't available, and a sloppy or questionable gathering of evidence really was the timeline to think about. And I believe asking for Mr. Park's direct testimony which I believe conflicted with Cato's as far as the timeline. Remember the phone call?
10: You got Look a little in. problem there, pal. His girlfriend. Okay, no, you got a problem. You want to know why? Cato didn't know what time it was. Right.
3: That's The only way no, looked at, they, never looked at
10: a watch, never looked at a clock. They didn't
3: have to because the phone call was documented by the phone company. Correct. Plus, he called her back. And that was all in the time frame of 10 after 10 to 1039.
0: 10 Wrong. Yes, that's what it said. And he crush. he hung up the phone approximately two minutes before he met OJ. He OJ was seen at uh, what's his name? <laughs> Alan Parks made the call at ten fifty four and he saw O.J. as he was on the phone. He saw the dark figure right. go across the driveway as he was on the phone, and that's when Cato ran into O.J., so they're pegging that he was on the phone probably about 10.52, 10.51.
3: Fine, there's a conflict of testimony because
6: Park said he saw Cato with the flashlight.
0: In, in addition to which, Cato in addition to which if
6: Cato's
10: testimony was the, was the point that they were st- hung up on, they would have had his testimony re-read about the timeline, not Alan right. Park.
0: Cato, Cato didn't, not he,
10: Cato I, didn't I, have I a clue. I think Cato
3: made an impression as far as the timeline because of the documentation by the phone company.
10: No, no the pho- no. they had they had documentation on the cell phone call right. from Alan Park. In addition to which, he testified, and it makes sense, since he was waiting to pick up O.J. at a specific time, he kept looking at the time to see where the hell he was because he knew he was late.
0: Cato did not know what time it was, nor does he still. <laughs> right, and can't it's, afford a watch. Let's try Miami. Not hello. borrow a watch. Miami, hello.
3: hello. Hello. Hello, sir. Good morning. Um, just to throw a little wrench into the works, if that's necessary. Um, hey,
0: well, how can you? What works? I mean, we got half oh, people oh, think uh, he's guilty and half that's non-guilty. Oh,
3: I've got one for you. Until the jury is polled, there is no verdict. Right. So until that time, they have the ability to say, I've changed my mind.
10: Not going to happen.
3: Well, I've
0: seen they, it
10: happen. They have appointments with their publishers yeah. at 2.30 this afternoon, <laughs> that's and what i are not going to postpone That's what I'm going to point out.
0: That's why Johnny Cochran has turned into agent, and he's got 12 uh, clients already.
10: And this last guy who says, well, to give the jury a lot more credit, first of all, any jury that would give up eight months of their lives with the entire world watching and then go through this quickie three-and-a-half-hour f- fake deliberation and not, you know, look at the evidence, at least give it a cursory look piece by piece... How responsible can they be? It's like a slap in the face to both sides. You think so? Oh,
8: absolutely.
0: No, See, I don't have any problem with that. I don't either. Oh yeah,
8: no. I do.
10: If it's they're ridiculous. all of the
0: same agreement,
10: you know, the, the point well, of wait having... a minute. So, in other words, it was that cut and dried? To them, apparently. They're, well, they're... how could it be? Look at it this so way. So, here's 12 people. To them, it was cut and dried. Right. To everybody else who wasn't emotion, emotionally involved or blinded. Right. To everybody else, there were, you know, areas of uh, gray and uh, right. whatever and tan and darker black on time magazine.
0: They they had 4 hours of deliberation. They had 75 minutes of testimony and they had an hour for lunch. You're yeah. talking about an hour and 15 minutes they didn't sway each other from how could you in an hour and 15 minutes? If if you believe that he was guilty and you got 11 other people that believe he was innocent, you're not going to give up in an hour and 15 minutes.
10: So what are we saying?
0: That they all How about the woman
10: that was pro prosecution?
0: That they were all predisposed before they went so, in no, there. They all agreed. They a, all thought that he was guilty. I would think that they probably went around a table and said, "What do you think?" And everybody said, uh, "Yeah, we well, think yeah, what? whatever it was. I don't know what it was, but they all thought the same thing. There was no time to debate. An hour and fifteen minutes is not." What the... did I just get through saying? But you said to discuss, to not discuss the evidence was irresponsible. Right. They've seen the evidence, yeah. and they, if I would imagine, you would have to discuss it if you were of a different and opinion. And all 12 people agreed. Bizarre, because that's what could everybody said. It Could you go out on the
10: street here right now and no. find just 12 people? I can't and,
0: find it in four and people. And get right them all here. to agree? No. No. Absolutely not.
10: It's just not a black and white. It's just not, uh, at least not literal. It's just uh, not that cut and dry. But
0: they haven't seen all of this stuff well, that the we've seen. Are. Yeah. Oh, by the way, plus the the way. you got the globe. There you go. You know, pal. Now let me ask oh, you this
10: question, that. okay? Those are disgusting pictures, mm-hmm. but why is it that everybody is putting on this big outrage about the fact that they printed them? Somebody was going to print them. Of course, One of the tabloids would print them, mm-hmm. and they're they printed no, them.
0: They're not that bad. They covered up the big <laughs> <They're> slice <laughs> pleasant, in his neck. Yeah, they're very. They're not pleasant. pleasant. Nobody should die that way, but they covered up the big gaping hole in his neck. Yeah. There's but, nothing that people haven't seen before. Yeah. What do you think? You're looking at him. What do you think? Faces of Death, part exactly. 85. Exactly. He's laying there. Hypocrites. He's dead. Hypocrites. You know, right, know, People of course. want to see
10: other people getting off. I mean, every time the, the new one sure. post comes out, the videos have got a line five. They've got, they've got a waiting list for weeks.
0: And the reason the National Enquirer says is we wouldn't print those because they didn't have the opportunity. Right. It's 943 at WIOD.
6: The opinions expressed by the host, guest, or callers on WIOD are not necessarily those of the station or its sponsors. All WIOD programs are copyright 1995 by WIOD Incorporated. No tape recordings or transcripts may be created or distributed without prior written consent of WIOD Incorporated.
0: 13 in front of 10 o'clock at WIOD. Let's try the Gables. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Tell us, sir. Um, I don't know. I sort of think he's, he's guilty, but...
7: I'm sort of wondering, whatever happened to that? Uh, if it doesn't fit, it w- we will acquit. Yeah. I mean... How do
0: you know they didn't?
7: I mean, why... I thought... Isn't that what the prosecution said that they were going to do?
0: Oh, that look was at that. He's, a, he's on TV with us. Just a second. We're watching Howard, so we're watching our life flash back before yeah. our eyes. Yeah, whatever you said.
7: I'm just wondering, why didn't they, like, acquit way back when, when...
0: What, jump up in the middle of the trial?
7: I'm, I'm just curious. Whatever happened to and the Fong thing? That's why I think he's not. A hundred, I'm not 100% sure he's guilty. I mean, I'm about 90%. Yeah. Well,
10: let yeah. me just tell you, if they do acquit, they're full of. Let's yeah. go to Homestead. Hello.
4: Yes. Uh, I've been following the trial for a little while. It's just damn bad soap. I'm like getting really tired to. but the Edo seemed very pro.
0: What did he just say? He said he he he's dropping uh, the soap. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mumble a lot. Sorry about right. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Judge Ito seemed like really pro-prosecution to me. Yeah. I mean, I was just watching it. The thing with Adolf uh, Furman there. Yeah. Um, the the whole bit about him perjuring himself and uh, and planting evidence that wasn't a bit admissible, was it?
0: Hold on, sir. I got to hear what uh, Howard says about being there. All right. Just a second. He's commenting on being on our show this morning. Was he talking about us when he said starting with zero? Yeah. Is it okay. everybody all right? Anyway, sir, your question was. I don't have a question. It's like oh, to myself you just talking. wanted to call a mumble for a while and take your turn in the sun. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thanks. Thank you. It's nine forty nine at WIOD. Let's try the Gables again. Hello. Hola. Miami. Mm-hmm.
8: Hey, butler. Hey, hey back at uh, I just wanted to remind Neil that. Uh, the trial that the jury saw and the trial that we saw are two very different things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that they could go and and, uh, and it was apparently pretty cut and dried, I mean, we just have no way of knowing that we can't explain it, but it's not really for us to explain. It's you know, you got to wonder what thing. the jury jurors... well, what, what does that mean? That means that, that there may be all these other things that came out in the news that we know about that they don't Yeah. Um, may have clouded the issue for us, whereas to them... Apparently, you have 12 people that were able to come to a
9: uh, decision.
0: Well, something that I pointed out this morning, when the Furman Tapes came out, and it was uh, the topic of everything that you turned on in every media form, we all kind of, the emotion built on each other. You know, one guy was incensed, then the next guy took that, and it was a little more incensed than the next guy. But they haven't been exposed to any discussion about it. They heard that Furman said the N-word 41 times. And they say, okay, and then what else? And so they, you know, their emotion was carried around by themselves and didn't fester amongst themselves to be built upon. It was just singular, What, however they dealt with it. Right. Do you understand what I said?
9: I understand completely.
0: Okay. What was it? <laughs>
9: Thanks. That, that there, Yeah, there, exactly. There's, there's that, 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 that. Okay. Let's we go.
0: saw a different evidence
10: than they did. Right.
0: No, we just got all hyped up about it and they did. Well, the only we thing that of... we
10: saw was about the Bronco chase, which they didn't, which was criminal, that that but wasn't introduced did. into evidence. They
0: did. They did everybody, see one. Everybody saw it. No, they did not. Some of the jurors saw that, not as evidence, but they saw it before they went in How there. How do you they, know that? They knew he did it because one of the jurors has a quote about it.
8: There was a lot of things they didn't see. The dismissed juror that was on uh, Geraldo last night on CNBC, he said uh, when he was let go, he, they just descended on him and, and uh, asking him about Rosa Lopez and one thing, and he didn't know what they were talking about. Because he never saw Rosa Lopez. The jury wasn't there. But she's a very interesting lady. And, uh, oh, there's Remember a that lot of other the things opening statements? That, uh, oh, everybody was. was very interesting. Yeah. Oh, another very interesting
10: lady. you, know, you got to wonder Bridges. whether uh, these jurors... A
0: little too interesting for yeah. them. Yeah.
8: we got if, the very interesting mafia hitman. If, if they're sure. going to be uh, kind of hacked off when they get out of there to find out a lot of the stuff that they never saw or never found out about, and uh,
0: wouldn't you be? Well, that's, that rests on appeal you know uh, their defense or prosecution uh, depending on which well, way there's only an appeal yeah. one way yeah well exactly so the defense uh if they felt they should have seen it then they're going to bring that up and use it that it was it was not allowed and it should have been Juror number three, black female, 37, works in a post office. She says she does not think Sim- Simpson acts too well in movies. The freeway pursuit... He didn't...
10: <laughs> she, does, she does not think he acts too well?
0: He acts too well in We'll take in a movies. look at those pictures and see what you think. The freeway <laughs> pursuit that ended in Simpson's arrest was, quote, stupid. Yeah. So, she's so she aware. Knows about yeah, it. she knows about it. Oh, yeah. And you can't just, you know, oh, you're you're not supposed you disregard that. How can you disregard something? But it like still that? should have been brought in
10: evidence. Absolutely. Because then Cochran gets up and says, well, his uh, his behavior after the murders of these people was everything he did was the act of an innocent man, and he leads right up until that point and doesn't talk about it
0: because they never brought it and put it in evidence. Jir talking with Andy Friedman this morning. No. Something I heard the reason that they didn't bring that in was when he was driving around the helicopter that was following him around ab- above the Bronco. He was making those cell phone calls. They were tuned in on the frequency, and they taped it. And he contacted five people, and every one of those people, he said, I'm being framed. you got to help me. That's why they didn't bring it in. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know that until today. And I asked him, and he said that he had heard that. Somebody called me and left that on my voicemail. That is uh, and that's something
8: why. that O.J.'s uh, personal assistant, Ramada, or whatever his yeah, uh, brought up on uh, Barbara Walters' show here a few days yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, So
0: that's why, because he was driving around pleading for help on his cell phone, and they had tapes, and they would have subpoenaed the tapes out of the helicopter. How could he have been framed? I mean,
10: if you really believe the Furman... I don't, but... No, but if anybody really believes the Van Adder Furman business, they have to be very stupid. Absolutely. Because how could they without any... They had no knowledge of where he was. Keep this in mind. They didn't know he was in Chicago until later on that next morning, okay? Mm -hmm. They had no idea where he was. They had no idea who really did it. They had no idea what the real blood evidence was going to show. Assuming that they planted fake blood, how did they know all of this up front?
0: A lot of people said that Marsha Clark in her second pyramid should have brought out what the process, what the defense was trying to prove about the planting of evidence and how ridiculous it would have been. That they didn't know if he had an ironclad alibi. Right. They didn't know where he exactly. was. He could have been. And what if it turned out to be somebody else? And hey, I'm the. Are you the guy that found the glove? Yeah, that's me. Well, aren't you pretty proud you're under arrest? <laughs> So you'd have to be real stupid. But you want to see a bunch of real stupid people? Look at the quotes they got. Like, uh, well, those are your okay. potential
10: jurors. Next time you murder somebody, there they are. <laughs> Let's
0: try Hallandale. Hello. Hallendale, good morning.
2: Good morning. We're right here. Hi. How Hi. are you guys? Good. <sighs> good. Oh, I really en- I enjoy your show. Oh, Thank you. Thanks. And uh, I just like to say uh, beside everything else uh, I fell in love with Howard Finkelstein over the year. Uh-huh. And uh all the how, girls here at the office How uh, tall are you? 4 foot 9. No, oh, well, perfect. Norm came yeah. with the ponytail. <laughs> I I like that. I yeah. really I think that's uh that really uh uh
0: Anyway, made it you're starting to fantasize.
2: Uh, yeah, that we've been doing... Well, because we we're getting lost, and it was getting kind of boring in right, between. Yeah. So we figured, well, right. you know, all the girls here, we said, we really like that guy, Howard. So, uh, <laughs> I remember
8: <laughs> uh, early on in the trial, a lot of women liked Furman.
0: Remember that?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a good-looking man. He's a good-looking man. Yeah, but, uh, as
0: long as he doesn't open up his mouth. That's like most right. men, actually.
2: Howard seems to be uh, sensitive and uh, yeah. intelligent. And, but
0: he's gone now, so...
2: Oh, can't we just, like, do it all over again so we can
0: see him on television? Have an, hey, by the way, he's on TV right now.
1: Is he really? I'm hurry! Gonna, I'm gonna hurry hang up
0: and Go! Okay, off. fine. <laughs> and, let's, and let's find out, all these
10: people that think that he's innocent, mm-hmm. who was the black man, 6'2", 200-pound black guy, running across the lawn the just Gardner. before the lights went on in the house Gardner. while Alan Park was sitting there waiting to pick up O.J.? He was the who guy. Who was that guy who knew, by the way, the security code to Uh open up the door Uh to go in so the alarm wouldn't go off, didn't break in, walked in the door or ran in. Who was that? And of course, if we're really supposed to believe that while he was inside, with the lights out, he puts on his bathrobe, goes out to the Bronco to get the cell phone to make a call. While he's inside the house with his telephones. But what you're doing is... And, of course, doesn't turn the lights on until he gets back in the house. You're looking at the evidence... No credibility to that at all.
0: Rationally, like they should, but then you're saying that they're not doing that, and they've already come back with a verdict. What if they did that?
10: And And let me ask you this. What if it was 1039? Because the first barking of the dogs was at 1020. Right. So he had plenty of time. If the murders did take place at about 1020... Mm -hmm. He had plenty of time. Marsha Clark
0: said Alan Park's testimony was the turning point in the trial and to examine it. They did. They did what the prosecution said. So why do you say that they're going to say not guilty? They've, you've just reiterated exactly why he is guilty.
10: No, I'm talking about real evidence. I'm not talking about what they're going to base. It's an emotional game. Don't you understand? That's what the whole jury system
0: is all about. I think because they're women. Do you think
10: that these people sitting there were oblivious to Johnny Cochran and that uh, Sermon on the Mount that he did, including one of the jurors sitting there nodding and practically right. doing amens right. and hallelujahs, and then Marcia says, by the way, maybe you want to take notes on this pyramid thing because here it is. I'm
0: laying it all out for didn't. you. And nobody even picked up a pencil. But let me throw this in. The fact that ten of them are women, Nicole was a woman, they're sympathetic also to the violence, let alone race, and maybe that overrided, and maybe they actually did make like a conscious, real Maybe Irving
10: Spike's wife should be on the jury. Ooh, maybe
0: man. she is. It's 957 at WIOD. And I want to go home. Hey, look at that. We're two hours away. No, we're three hours away. I'm sorry, I'm so used to it starting at noon. It starts at 1 o'clock, okay? And then tomorrow, we'll all get together and decompress. Adios. We're a
6: ghost. News to keep you informed. Talk Talk to make you laugh your ass off.
4: 610-WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
6: News, talk, and entertainment.